When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We did it by defying the global elites. We told them no more. And that is my message to you. Put up the fight because it is in the end, it will be worth it. So you've got the president of El Salvador. Mm saying what America needs at CPAC last night. And he probably got one of the biggest responses of any of the speakers there so far because he's seen it. And he and it was kind of scary. I'll tell you the truth. He said, what I'm seeing in your American cities are what happened to us. And we it took a miracle for us to get our small country back. Oh, great. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Well, you got people like Alvin Bragg in New York City and right. the, the other Yahoo uh, Garcon there out in L.A. If you got attorney, you know, you got district attorneys that let the crooks out of the prisons. It's it's he's right. And he mentioned them by name. Did he really? And he said, that's what they did to our country. That's what the globalist elites did to our country before we kicked him out and did it. And went on to say this. In El Salvador, we don't weaponize our judicial system to persecute our political opponents. A practice that may sound familiar to you, but we don't do that there. And who's the dictator? That's a direct shot at Biden. This guy didn't hold anything back, and it was really awesome. If If we had a real press, like real journalists... This would have been like an historic speech this guy gave. Well, it, it, when he tells you there's communism alive and well and already living in your country, and I've seen it, so I know, it's kind of scary. Chilling. But needs well, to be said. It's true. You know what? It's on the heels. Yesterday we talked about this, that there's a big fight going on between Phoenix, Arizona, the district attorney there, Maricopa yeah. County, actually, and Alvin Bragg in New York City. They they got a budding serial killer. They, he is a serial killer. He's already killed three people, too in Arizona and one in New York. And the district attorney in Maricopa County is like, I'm not sending this guy back to New York. They'll let him walk. He's going to be prosecuted here for the two murders he committed here. You know, basically, the hell with you, New York. And New York wants it back so they can say, see, we're doing something. Yeah. See that, everybody? Yeah, a little late. You're a day late and a dollar short, Alvin Bragg. If you didn't let the guy loose in the first place, it probably wouldn't have been a problem. (laughs) Wouldn't have killed two other women. Jeez, it's, it's, it's... How you can defend... That city is beyond me, or that state. It's really ma- mainly the city that has all the problems that you hear about. But I got my, my nephew lives there. Oh, it's it's the greatest place in the world. And I just look at him and say, "What is wrong with you?" Oh, that that violence isn't as bad as they say. They just trump that up. No, they don't. <laughs> I said, "Yeah." So you have Venezuelan gangs that they call scooter gangs, right? Robbing people on—they're on scooters and they're robbing poor people walking down the street, but they don't exist. Trust me, it scares me every day. It's got yeah. Well, a daughter going to college there, and I'm like, you know, I, I talk to her every day and try. And you, here's the tough thing, though: you try to like tell them and warn them without scaring them away to just oh, becoming blind to everything. Well, how, yeah, you know, how do you how do you warn her without telling her? But anyway, I'm sorry. We've got this going on, too. The South Carolina primary ahead of that last night. Another big speech was from Trump. It was the National Association of Religious Broadcasters. Big crowd. Big thing in in, uh, Nashville. And he pretty much hit all the topics that's really important to everybody, but especially them. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school, pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity and other inappropriate racial, sexual or political content. Onto our children. Hmm. You hit all the right buttons. You're right. Day one will be interesting, though, because I think day one, act one, is going to be all about the border. I mean, oh, come, I, uh, come on, that's going to be number one. How right? many Biden? How many folders did we count in front of Biden? There were like fifty-seven. There'll oh, yeah. probably be like two hundred in front oh, of yeah. Trump. He'll probably have them say, "Just get everything lined up. I'm going to executive order everything. Hmm. We're going to stop all this crap." Good hey, for him. Hi, hey, Diener. Hey, guys. Hey, happy Friday. Yes, indeed. There was something I came across from that speech with, with Trump that I I was a big fan of. I, I if, if I wasn't already, you know, a fan of a lot of the stuff that Trump is proposing, I would vote for him based off just this one thing. Mm-hmm. He said, 
we should support homeschooling families, and I would propose a $10,000 tax credit per child for homeschooling families. Outstanding. How about all, that? All of a sudden, there'd be three more deaners <laughs> on the way. <laughs> You're not kidding. 20K in my he'd pocket, have, baby. He'd, have a, he'd, be, he'd be having a football team. Who are you kidding? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's big, though. I mean, for homeschooling families, that's huge. Oh, absolutely. All in that school choice umbrella. But why wouldn't you support homeschooling families? Like, Why wouldn't they want funding as well? I would be more than happy to send that to you because you're going to raise better people. And he did talk about school choice. Another big topic, obviously, but especially to a very Christian audience because I think they've been affected by it the most. I will support a policy of universal school choice allowing parents to choose the public-private charter or religious school that that best suits their children. Because you know how this is being attacked. Mm. He's taking money away from children. No, he's Schools not. need to be funded. No, I think they need to be funded less. Uh, I'm not kidding. So I am 100% school choice. Yeah, well, it should be, you know, and if you can't afford it, it, it turns out to be the elite can afford it. And, right. and that's not fair. That's not life. You know, it should give you the equal opportunity to everybody. Uh, we have it here. I mean, we got the voucher system here, which is way cool. So I, I think it should be a national thing. Or you could live in Chicago. You see what Chicago voted last night? Mm. Chicago's taking all the cops out of the schools. Yeah. Because the Sounds cops. Sounds like a sound idea. Yeah. The, the <laughs> cops scare the children. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they're going to vote it's on it. It's not the shootings that happen every weekend in no, Chicago. No, it's the, co- it's, okay. it's the right. cops and the public right. schools. Are, they're scaring children. Okay. Uh, so they're going to have a final vote on it in a couple of weeks. And if it's going to pass, which they assume it will, there will be no cops in in the public schools in Chicago next year. But don't worry. They're going to hire uh, private security companies. And they're still going to have security people, You know the, the bus crossers there. They'll be there to get your kids safely across the street into the school where they'll probably be mugged. In, the, in, their, in their neon vests, that, yeah. that's what's going to help. Right? That's it. And they're going to take the money from the school resource officers bill that they're paying them because they're paying them so much money and put it into programs to teach kids not to be bad. Okay. Right. And not to join gangs. Failed leadership. Um, I, Been happening it, for decades. I, I don't get it. You know, I, I can speak from experience. My granddaughter... The, the same police officer's been in her elementary school for, I think they said, like 20 years. It matters. The kids love this Absolutely. man. Absolutely. They love Officer whatever his name is. Right. Uh, they love the guy. So, And then that's how it should be. Oh, they're afraid of him in Chicago. And they don't think these poor parents in, in inner city Chicago, for example, have the right to take the kids out of those nightmare schools? Right. And take them somewhere else and have the funding for it? That's, you know, that's awful. They wouldn't even listen to the kids that were there saying, we love the cops. Good you know, we God. feel better with the cop there. It's ridiculous. Speaking of not being able to afford things. Yes. Uh-oh. These are tough economic times. For now, it'll get better. But even right now, the tooth fairy is suffering. <laughs> Diminished wages hitting everybody. We'll tell, Come on. We'll tell you why that is. And uh, what are they saying about that cellular outage yesterday? What's the what's the latest I don't, reason? I don't agree with what AT&T saying. I'm sorry. We'll talk about that, too. It's coming up next, the self Loader Morning Show. Welcome to Friday. Keep it here. What a triumph. Odysseus has taken the moon. This feat is a giant leap forward for all of humanity. Stay tuned. We're going to keep talking about this moon landing because nobody else is, and I don't care. People need to know about this. This was awesome. This is a big deal. I mean, you got to understand that, number one, it's been 50 years since we've landed on the moon. The reason this one went to the moon and why it makes it so important, it's the first time a private industry has created a lunar module. Yeah. Uh, this was not NASA. They didn't. The space agency didn't build this. They were just there for support. I think it's carrying... I think a, a number of the experiments on this this little they call them Odie uh, is it, there's a bunch of stuff on it from NASA, but it was brought up by a private space company, SpaceX. It was built by Intuitive Machines, a private company. It lasted a quarter million mile voyage. Two hundred and fifty thousand miles. This thing traveled and it landed on the moon. When it first went down, it it kind of flipped over. I don't know how tall it is. I think it's like three and a half feet tall. Yeah. It flipped over, and, and they were talking to the engineers with intuitive machines, and they're, they're like, well, you know, it's sending back a weak signal, and we're just going to give it a little time. I guess it's designed to upright itself. So it finally uprighted itself, and then it started sending back all kinds of data. So they were like, yes, it's working. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty exciting. It's no easy feat. Yeah. 
Japan has failed. Israel failed recently. India mm-hmm. did too. There's their probe. They tried to do the same thing. Didn't work. Well, ours did. Yeah. Public-private partnership. That's how it goes. Yep. Excellent. So it's going to be there for a week, uh, sending back information. Right. And it's all for the the moon landing of astronauts, which will take place not next year, but the year after, 2026. Yeah. So, All right. Well, here's something that didn't work. What caused the cell phone outage of 2024? It was so funny to watch, too. Not funny, because it did affect a lot of people. But we were talking about this story since 4.30 a.m. yesterday. Yeah, it was crazy. We get out of here <laughs> at, you know, late morning. And it was like the rest of the world's just finding out. People I, are going, oh, my God. I, I got home, and I was like, did your phone die? And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, phone was fine. Phone never, I said none of us had a problem. Uh, this is the first I've heard of this, because we've heard every other. I've heard solar flares, electronic update. That's what AT&T, oh, they, yeah, more on that in a second. Just, yeah, it was stupid. Uh you know, solar problem. This is the first time I've heard an investigation now being published this morning into whether it was part of a cyber attack. Well, it, it was interesting because first it was phones and then late yesterday afternoon, maybe not, maybe early yesterday afternoon, all of a sudden the United Healthcare Pharmacy Network yeah, well, that too. got hit. Right. And that was a cyber attack. That was. So I don't know how many pharmacies around here were affected. But the but thing, it happened on the same day? Yeah. It, hmm. it, and a lot of people were saying this was a cyber attack purely because of how it was targeted. It yeah. w- bigger cities had bigger problems that is than true. we did. That's right. So outages in Houston, Chicago, Dallas, LA and Atlanta the worst affected. Even though it was it was nationwide. So true, but they're trying to say it was a software update gone wrong. No. I'm like, "Really? You don't work out the kinks before you update your software?" Come that doesn't on. even sound right. And if it is, that's pretty pathetic on AT&T's part. Yeah. So. But it was fully restored. Being out for most of Thursday. Now, here's what's out this morning. Reports say the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, other agencies are looking into if the cause was a cyber attack or just technical difficulties. I think they're going to find out that it was a disgruntled employee. Pulling the, like Johnny from Airplane? Put a plug. (laughs) Coffee, Johnny, no thanks. What was that story you did last week? About people quitting at the at the ultimate chaos time. Oh yeah, it was they uh, wait till contr- it's the busiest time. Like what was the would, term? Controlled chaos. Yeah, or something? whatever. Yeah. Like you would quit the IRS on April fifteenth. You know, <laughs> it's like see you later, bye. Right. You know, so so you'd have maximum damage. So maybe that's what somebody did yesterday. I don't, I don't know. know. It, it's who knows. A lot of people were affected though. It was uh, it was funny to see because I guess uh, T-Mobile customers had the best response from them. They had some outages, but mm-hmm. not many. So there were all kinds of memes on social media yesterday of T-Mobile users sitting on a throne like they run everything down. <laughs> and then it, everything team was at Verizon said, oh, we don't have a problem. It's AT&T. You're trying to call an AT&T phone. That's why it won't work. Verizon was terrible. They were, they were flat out saying, well, that's the user's problem, not us. We got no problems. <laughs> like, okay. Did you guys lose anything? I, I lost absolutely nothing. Dino, your brother lost, right? When did he get it back? Do you know? Um, I was around one or two. Oh, it was yeah, all so day. Yeah. Most of the day, yeah. Okay. It was like, yeah, about that afternoon. But I never lost anything either. Yeah, and you're Thankfully. an AT&T, so I... Right. No, weird. weird. But weird. It, it, this became like an AT&T story. But it I did. remember well, yesterday morning, we were saying this was like a, a major carrier outage. It was all on that site yep. where we were showing all the major carriers were down. So I don't know, maybe just because the majority was AT&T, but other carriers were down and no one's... Talking about that for some reason because I, I don't. I think it was a handful in comparison to AT and T. I like guess AT and T had yeah. a, and it wasn't a lot of AT and T customers. It was like like maybe at the most four hundred thousand. Yeah, which, comparatively speaking which, to what they have, they, got, right. they probably got how many millions across the country, right? Uh, it's and so it was like really a handful of people, right? But it it was a big story because it affected more than ten. Oh, it's a cyber attack. I'd still like to know why. Every carrier went down at the same time. I would I mean, too, but guess what? I don't think they're going to tell us because if it yeah. was a cyber attack, they're not going to tell us. If it wasn't a cyber attack, they're not going to tell us. Right. <laughs> either way. So either way, we're never going to know. Probably not. Okay. I still say it was a disgruntled employee. Could have been. And put a virus in there or something. Johnny unplugged the machines. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that meme yesterday. It was pretty funny. Uh, these are tough economic times for now. It'll get better eventually. But even the tooth fairies being hit with declining wages. Oh, thank God. That's right. <laughs> Dina, Science, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Science says for the first time in five years, the value of a single tooth has declined. To what? Uh, the 26th annual tooth fairy poll from Delta, oh. De- Delta Dental. Good for them. Good promotion. Uh, they found that the national average is 
Five eighty four a tooth. That's a lot of money. It's down. Well, I know, but it's down thirty nine cents. The last ten years, we've been complaining about the price being too high. I get it. Uh, All time high was actually last year. Kids in the West got the biggest payouts at eight fifty four per tooth because California. California. Listen, and they'll ta- they'll even tax eight year olds in California. Are they still losing teeth at eight? No, I don't know. Nora just lost her first one. She oh, got a lot really? Of money. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Tooth fairy was good news to you. Tooth fairy was really good. Uh, kids in the Northeast are next at six eighty seven in South. 551. The Midwest, the Midwest is lower at just 363 a tooth. Let's go to yeah. Ohio quick. Yeah, really. Man, keep, your, kids, keep your teeth in your mouth, kids in the Midwest. Well, I know. You get that in the casserole. So okay, it works out well. Delicious. Oh. <laughs> I get the Midwest. To, <laughs> <laughs> the kids went to the dentist yesterday. And, you know, they got like, you know, their biannual checkup and oh, all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And Kristen's telling me, yeah, you know, everything looks good. And, you know, Aria hasn't lost her teeth yet. and But, you know, they said soon. And Killian still has 12 and all and 12 baby teeth. And all I'm hearing in my head is like, oh, my gosh, it's so much tooth fairy money. I thought <laughs> it's all this money the tooth fairy still has to give out. I, th- I thought. So? I, I, uh, it doesn't affect you. I know, but tooth still. Fairy. <laughs> I feel like you can tooth- give her a loan. No, don't worry about no, it. No, I don't want to. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> tooth fairy is being attached uh, for uh, you know wage taxes, so that's why she's paying out so much. I get less. these these letters from the tooth fairy, like yeah, you know that uh, money we paid out. Uh, <laughs> looking for some looking for some help on that one. No. And by the way, it's fully taxable. Signed, Joe Biden. <laughs> anyway, Joe, on your taking, own tooth fairy, taking your teeth now. On your own. <laughs> we got rapid fire coming up next. Send you into the weekend, into the weekend wild with some information. It's next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Hey, it's the weekend almost. Almost there. We can't send you off into the wild without knowing some stuff and things to talk about. Jen, what's up? This is this this new law is going to make me as happy as a clam. I, okay, you all know I'm a crazy driver. I am a firm believer. The reason the on-ramps to 95 are very long, so you can be going the speed of the people who are already on 95 by the time you get to the end of the exit ramp. Yes, don't, Deaner, don't crawl under the on-ramp. You're going to get people killed. You're gonna, or stop at the end of the on-ramp right. to say, oh, I can't merge. Right. Why are you looking at me? Because you're the worst. <laughs> I call people like that. Just you. happened this week. Yes, I was going through a green light, and all of a sudden, I almost <laughs> get flipped onto my side. I almost got pancaked. You were crawling, and then you get on the turn. You get on the exit to entrance to ninety five, and you're going like forty. Move out of the way. I got to time it out. And you were in the high speed lane, which was even worse. That's what we call Jen the Intimidator. That's right. Get the, I call you oblivious. And there are a <laughs> lot of people. They park in the HOV lane. They park in the high speed lane. And they don't know how to use a damn mirror. Turn around if you don't know how to use the mirror. You're blocking 800 cars behind you. A new bill would <laughs> prohibit motorists from driving in the furthest left lane or on a roadway with two or more lanes. If the posted speed of at least 65 miles an hour is there. Yeah. If you're driving under that, don't get in the left-hand lane because the left-hand lane's for you to pass only. Absolutely. Were don't you, park there. Were you in Tallahassee oh, arguing for this yesterday? Yeah, let me, no, I get news for you. I'm not the only one because it unanimously got approved by yeah. the full Senate. No, it makes sense. It's, so anyway, if you do this, it's on its way to the governor's desk. I'm sure he's going to sign it. Uh, your fine could be 160 bucks. So learn how to use a rear view or a side mirror. I can Please. tell you this. The one that really gets me, and look, I don't know 
I know there's a lot of rules of the road for truckers. So if I'm offending a trucker by saying this, I'm sorry, but I don't understand how when you're on the highway, 95 or the turnpike, usually a turnpike has two lanes, a trucker will get over to the left to pass a slower trucker on the right, but then he sits there yeah, in the no. left, no, you're and gonna it get takes out of the way. them forever to pass the slower trucker. If you're going to pass a slower trucker, then pass them. Get out of the way. It's ridiculous. Exactly. I know, because that'll back up, especially on the turnpike with two yeah. lanes, that'll back up traffic for miles. miles. Yes. And so it does. True. Oh, I got news for us. I don't know any truckers. Regular people do the same thing. Oh, that's why I avoid the turnpike like the plague unless I have to take it. Yeah. It's it's a nightmare. Okay, so now that we've complained yeah. about all the drivers. We're going to start a new podcast where daily we just complain <laughs> about drivers. Oh, I think I, it'll work. You know what's even worse? The people in a parking lot. Stop driving like you're at the Indy 500. What the hell? Oh, no, hold on a second. We're going too slow. We're going too fast. Make up your mind over there. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to get killed at a Publix. Because no one stops. They walk right out the door. They're in the little that's crosswalk, true. and they just keep going. Yeah, that's they don't true. even bother to look. And yeah. then you got the backer inners <laughs> who can't back up. Okay. This actually should be a law. You can't back into a, a parking space during the holidays. If it's too busy, yes. you, you got you can't. Because I, I will back into any spot I possibly can. I hate backing out of parking spots. I'm going like this. I'm looking all around. I'm breaking my neck to see if anybody's coming. So if I get back into a spot, I will. But yeah, if it's really busy... I get it. What else can see, we complain about? Let's, I don't know. let's just list them all at once. My car has 360 cameras, so I can oh, see everything. That's oh, way cool. Oh. All right, this is not a <laughs> it's not a, a real fun story, and it's kind of heady for a Friday, but it needs to be said. This is it's just unbelievable. We had the story last week about CBS News. They lopped off 80 people out of the news division. They just fired them all. Right? Remember right. that story we talked about? Well, <laughs> included in that, right? I'm sure it was just cutbacks. Catherine Herridge, one of the most respected, one of the last real journalists, foreign affairs journalists that actually existed anymore, right? Mm -hmm. They included her in these mass layoffs. Like, well, you know, just part of the part of the cutbacks. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Uh, what, yeah, do we, no. what do we find out now? <clears throat> well, uh, Jonathan Turley, who actually used to work for CBS as a you know legal analyst, I think he does stuff on Fox now, whatever. He says he does done a story on this now because he's horrified by it as a journalist. He says he's spoken confidentially, confidentially with current and former CBS employees who are horrified and she was fired because she was pursuing stories that were unwelcomed by the Biden White House. That's why she what? was fired. Are you kidding me? It gets worse. <laughs> uh, Included in this, and this is the news that came out yesterday, CBS, right? News divisions. They're supposed to be journalists. Okay. They seized her personal notes and research, contact sources, and electronic files. How did they do they that? They seized all of it. Wow. Oh, obviously. Oh, that's insane. Obviously under pressure from the government. Obviously. Talk about communism living uh, in, and alive and well I'm, in our I'm country. telling you, you're exactly right. That's I mean, what when that you, is. When you have no free press, when it, it is wow. absolutely run by a certain regime and you can't hold them accountable, is it, this is just, it's chilling. It's that's, really, really, really bad stuff. And, and it totally coordinated with a particular network. Totally went like around that. with it because God knows what they were threatened by. So they, they just, they seized all of her. So now all these sources... All of these contacts. Now, who's gonna, who will speak out to try to tell the truth and keep government accountable oh, now? When you know that you're gonna, despite all the promises, your information, your contacts is gonna be turned over to the FBI. Right. Well, it just got compromised because they seized it. You're not supposed to do that. It's not good. No, no, that's no wow. more free press. Yeah, except on X. Got to be right. Well, hopefully, she lands somewhere else. Yeah, where does she? Somebody this. like that go? Yeah. yeah. She said, by the she only she won't talk about it because I'm sure that they'll take her money away, yeah. the contract. But she said, the uh, SAG AFTRA, you know, because it's member of journalism too. She said they're they're very concerned about it and working on it. Hmm. Not gonna be able to do anything. It's no. too late. And by the way, even if they got her finals back, it's already been exposed. And yeah, but so White House has it now. She'll write a great book. Yeah. Wow. She was working on the Hunter laptop story, by the way. Oh, oh that's what got her. In, that's what got her in trouble. Oh. There you go. I mean, the laptop that didn't have any information yeah, on it. No. Okay, at least no. according to the White House. No. Okay. Well, on the other end of the spectrum, guys, Vice. No, Vice. Oh, yeah. ViceMediaVice.com. Terrible people. Awful. Yes, they're awful people, too. They're right up there with the other ones that just got... Uh-huh. Here's, <laughs> here's a real... There's a reason why I'm reading this. Here's a, here's a real headline from Vice that said, Scientists... I love whenever it starts with scientists... Scientists explain why doing your own research 
leads to believing conspiracies. <laughs> well, there you go. That was okay. a real headline on Vice.com. Don't do your own research and don't, you know, ask questions. Just no. go along with the regime. Right. Just believe what you hear. All right. All that said, Vice Media will no longer be publishing on Vice.com and is set to cut hundreds of jobs, according to the Wall Street Journal. Hmm. Are we surprised? No, it's like BuzzFeed. Right. Same thing, going right down the tube. See you later, bye. Sorry for anybody who you know has lost their job, but when that's you're terrible. talking about things like that, yeah, that's garbage. You, yeah, you, you, I'm, I'm okay with. Uh, Don't dare question anything. Don't think for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Diener, bye bye Vice. <laughs> bye bye Vice. And Diener, you might be saying bye bye to Hollywood. Oh, you had this story. I think maybe Tuesday. About Sora, the new oh yeah, open AI where you just talk and it makes a video of what you're saying. That's right. Right? Put it this way. It is so impactful that Tyler Perry just stopped the expansion of his film studio over concerns that that new technology is going to put Hollywood out of business. Wow. It was an $800 million expansion of his Atlantis to $800 million expansion. Oh, man. And he's like, nah, I, you know what? Until we find out more about this, because that is going to replace everybody. And it looks incredible. I mean, it looks like you're watching a movie with real actors. So, yeah. And he said, so a lot of people in the industry are going to lose their jobs. I'm not going to spend $800 million to an expanded studio that I can do by talking into a machine. Wow. It's unreal. I mean, and that really is incredible. Just feed a, a book text into this thing and it could make a movie for and you. And that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, imagine like with, you know, Lord of the Rings. Imagine Peter oh, Jackson. God. Just, just reading it. Typed in Lord of the Rings from the book and it would make the movie. That's unreal. What a time. Yeah. It, it really is. I mean, if you're an actor or an actress, I'd be concerned. I don't know if that's a point. good or a bad thing, but because it kind of takes away from the artist. It do- oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know? Without a doubt. But boy, man, yeah, well, yeah, keep an eye on that. Well, lighten things up a little bit. Employers are trying everything now to woo workers back into the office, right? Mm-hmm. Try next to money. They tried extra vacation days. Now they're just going to do it with smells. Huh? The Wall Street Journal has a story. <laughs> Some employers are pumping fragrances into work to improve workers' moods. Oh, you know what? I went to Universal Studios. I stayed at that new hotel. Yeah. It smelled fabulous. And they pump it in through the air conditioning system. Makes a difference. By the way, the Hard Rock Hotel there has Uh a certain smell. Yeah, they all do. Yeah. So all the higher end hotels now, they pump that. And it it was like, oh, you walk in the door and you go, oh, what a beautiful smell. It's like aromatherapy. Yeah. 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 You can't just pick random things. They're actually experts this now to have you come. Put together the perfect smell to make your employees happy. I don't hate this. I hate it in one respect. Now, what? we're what? living this right now because our friend Tracy in the uh, from the Sunny Station next door, she mm-hmm. put in a uh, one of those plug-in, uh, was it a Glade thing? In the yeah, okay. In there? It smells like a middle school locker room. Oh, no. Is yeah, that the little, fragrance she bought? It's, it's like brute. She thought she well, it was lavender with something else thrown in. It's, it's sm- the other part that's thrown in that's like taken over. It smells like a combination of... A little bit of lavender, brute, high karate, obsession. <laughs> and sandalwood. And sandalwood. <laughs> and it's very strong. So this morning oh, no. we had to unplug it. Sorry, Tracy. Oh, sorry, Tracy. <laughs> that was, it took over. I oh, walked in this rough. morning, the studio door is open. Jen goes, I can't take the smell anymore. <laughs> it's killing me. That would be great. <laughs> well, it was good for the first couple, but now it's really strong. So uh, strong. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> maybe we need some of that aromatherapy then. Yeah. The good smells. Yeah. Sorry, Tracy. Um... <laughs> I'm going to save my story for the next rapid fire because we went we went long and quite frankly I just don't he have much material have any today. Yeah, okay. that's, that's code for he needs to stretch. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Stretch. Please. We're on to you, Stephen Diener. <laughs> Please allow we me. We know. We know. We know. Some big speeches last night. Two different areas. Trump had a big one in Nashville to the religious broadcasters, and CPAC happened too. Tulsi Gabbard, looking VP-ish. No. No. She'll have an impact, though. Uh, she will. She'll maybe People she'll hate be, it when I say that. She'll but. be them. She might be the press secretary. She's not going to be the vice presidential candidate. All right. That and uh, some entertainment stuff, too. It's next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Ladies and gentlemen, with your help and God's grace, the great revival of America begins on November 5th, 2024. Trump went to Nashville, started talking about revivals. Well, that was because he was talking to the National Association of Religious Broadcasters. So uh, I think he was talking about, yes, a spiritual revival, but also he kind of, in a very good speech, by the way, saw a lot of it, tied that into like a like a 
patriotic revival as well. Ah, you know, got to give Trump credit for if, a lot of things, but more importantly, for knowing the audience. I don't know who writes his speeches for him, but they do a good job. Yeah, you know, I mean, he. Yeah, you know, you don't go to a, a religious convention and talk about like what Biden did yesterday and said, "Oh, just because Alabama passed this new law that frozen embryos are actually human beings, how stupid are these people?" I'm sure that would have gone over really well at that convention. That's a that's a really just a stupid thing to say. It's a really dumb thing to say. And Which he's a Catholic. Surprise us, but well, depends on the day. He's but, a Catholic. So true. But but I, so let's you know, there's a lot of. Catholics who will be voting Democrat, we know that. You hear that. Let's say you're a very, very strict religious Catholic. You know, you you're in the middle that? of Lent right now. You hear that. What's going through your head right now? I don't know. I, 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 you're, you're probably so conflicted, you don't know what to do. And it's, put it this way, uh, all the, a lot of the in vitro centers yeah. stop doing business because of it. Yeah. They don't want to be sued, and they, they don't want to look at the legal ramifications. But, uh, yeah, if they're determining that a frozen embryo is indeed a human being, you got you're going to have a lot of lawsuits, hmm. but for him to say that, I like what is wrong? And then at the same, and then in the same breath, I'm sorry, I'm going off track. Mm-hmm. stand here. He went on about how great he was because hey, the Supreme Court voted against me and wouldn't let me pay off those student loans. So what did I do? I went behind their back and I figured out a reach around so, so you, I could get my loans paid. So you're admitting that you did something unconstitutional and you're bragging about yeah, it. Yeah, basically, I broke the law and it's a good thing to do. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Because it's for the greater good. Because for the 150,000 people who couldn't pay back a $10,000 loan over 12 years. I don't get it, but that's besides the point. What a crook. CPAC's still going on. Actually still through today, right? They got some big speakers there. Big names there. Big names. A lot of them were good speeches, too. You know who got a big response? And isn't that funny? She just came out with a book yesterday as well. Oh. Tulsi Gabbard was there. I like her. I've always liked her, but you know who hates her? The Democrats. <laughs> now, it's the Democrat elite and the swamp creatures in Washington who are doing all that they possibly can to keep us, the American people, from a very simple thing, having the freedom to choose who we want to be our next president. She knows the playbook. Yeah. She was there. She was part of it, yeah, which is a, one of part of the big criticisms of her. Well, she only, when it was convenient, she, you know, she doesn't have a party. But, you know, I get that. But I would trust her. Because it takes a lot of guts to speak out against them. Yeah, so true. Uh, you know, a lot of people like her. There, there's no doubt about it. I, I, I agree with a lot of the things she says. At least she fought back. She was smart enough to, you know, even after yeah. she won the House of Representatives, she left the party and said, you people are crazy. Uh, let me ask you this. Are all these people leaving Nashville and then they're going to go to South Carolina? I don't think so. Because there's just, a lot of people there. The Schwam will be, obviously. Is Trump going to speak at CPAC before South Carolina? He might speak tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I have the whole list of you know who's there. I mean, it's anybody who's anybody. It, it basically in the in the Trump administration. Anybody that was Mike Lindell's even speaking. I mean, put it that way. Please buy my CPAC pillows. <laughs> so Jack for CBX there. I mean, people Steve oh, yeah. Bannon, people that have always been with Trump and by his side. Of course, the Schlaps are there. Remember who did we talk to? Matt or did we talk to both of them? I think we talked to both of them. Yeah. Uh, Elise Stefanik's there. Vivek, did he speak already? Uh, d- d- might be tonight. I don't know, but he is there. You're right. He's there. So ben Carson's there. Dr. Carson's there. Yeah. Tulsi's there, as you just mentioned. You've you got Matt Gates is there. Yep. Uh, Tommy Tuberville. Boy, he was not liked in the Senate for a long time, holding off on giving in it with the what was it? Uh, the military aid. Oh, it was the military aid, yeah. And he finally gave in, but yeah. he held out for like six months. Sure did. I'm sure he loved what Biden said yesterday about the frozen embryos. Yikes. That went over big. But anyway. You're right. It was a, it was a big, uh, really big one. So I can imagine Trump's going to have another presence there before. But he'll be all over South Carolina. we got that to talk about next, too, because the primary is coming up to her. I have not seen a poll now out of there, if you want to believe the polls, where he's not swamping Nikki Haley by like 30 points. Yeah, I think that's like the smallest one. It's a 30-point lead. So how long does she stick around for? When does he get enough of the delegates is what happens before she can't even qualify. And that's when they'll call it. That Maybe that's how long she sticks around till. We've got more on that coming up next, as well as our space mission and a big change to this show. We'll talk about that, too, coming that's up. That's a big deal. That was a big deal. Boy, did they promote that a lot as well. Well, I mean, it's been there the whole time. I know. It's a big deal. And all its offshoots. <laughs> It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. 
Congratulations to everyone involved in this great and daring quest at Intuitive Machines, SpaceX, and right here at NASA. Almost had him do it. He almost said thrust. Almost. (laughs) No, he didn't. (laughs) That's Bill Nelson, administrator of NASA. Very happy because the public-private partnership worked once again. This, you know what? I know we're talking about this a lot, but it's getting no coverage. I feel like we're making good because it's, no one. This is an amazing accomplishment. Other countries have failed. Japan just failed. India did too. Israel. Well, we landed a probe on the moon. Darn yeah. it! First time by a private industry, by the way. And yes. This, uh, intuitive machines made out of Odysseus is what they call it, but they call him OD for short. We're going to call him OD. Uh, he landed on the moon uh, about six fifty four. He started sending rumblings back. He fell over. And they got all nervous because he I was would like, too. they were like, the signals, you sent it back, it's very weak. We don't know. They thought that, you know, he might have died on impact. And then somehow Odie uprighted himself. And the next thing you know, he was like, sending all kinds of stuff back. So uh, he's going to be there for a week. What he's doing is he's, he's taking all kinds of samples. He's taking pictures. He's taking, you know, temperatures and moisture readings and everything because that's where they're going to land in 26 when they, we send the astronauts up. And this was new. They're drilling. It's got a. It's got a. You know, telescopic drill. They're drilling like real deep into the moon for water. I'm telling you, watch out because it's going to go pop. I don't like, like a this. Balloon. I don't like that. <laughs> we don't know what the Chinese are doing on the dark side. They're drilling yeah. too. Stop drilling holes in the moon. We I, need it. They're little. They're little holes. I, I, how do you know? <laughs> just, what do you think is up there with like a drill that they use mm-hmm. at you know Exxon Mobil? <laughs> Come on. So he's uh, the moon is hollow. You don't know. It could very well be. One never knows. But uh, it looks pretty desolate where he is. Yeah, he took pictures. It was like whoa. Uh, He's he's been sending. I don't know how long it takes. I think they said like eight hours once his images are taken for it to get back to the the Earth. But they're going to be like going to be wild. Crystal clear HD images too. Amazing and readings, which is amazing. Well, remember the one on Mars? Yeah, and then the little helicopter that kept on flying, and it wasn't. It was supposed to do like five missions. It did like two hundred and something. It's it's pretty amazing. Don't you remember that morning we had the audio, the first audio from Mars of the wind? Yeah, and there was this big buildup, and all we got was. Somebody blew into a microphone. Right. Uh, Here's more Bill Nelson. What a triumph. Odysseus has taken the moon. This feat is a giant leap forward for all of humanity. Stay tuned. 7.6 million pounds of thrust. There it is. Yeah. That was okay, a, that wasn't, that was that a different that, mission, yeah, but we but just wanted okay. to hear him say thrust. <laughs> anyway, uh, congratulations to Intuitive Machines, nice SpaceX, work. and NASA. Good job. Yay! Good job. Very, very nice. The geek in me comes out. I think it's just so cool. I mean, the thing traveled 250 million miles, you know, and and then it lands. And then it sends pictures back, better than the ones you take on any camera you got on Earth. I think it just, it would have been bigger. It just got blown out of the headlines by the uh, cyber uh, attack they're suspecting now, the cell phone outage from yesterday. So now this is the first time we're hearing it. We heard every other excuse in the world yesterday. Uh, Technical difficulties, solar flares. Well, now, this morning... Reportedly, an investigation into Thursday's cell phone outages is looking into whether it may have been part of a cyber attack. AT&T mostly affected. AT&T says it had to do with a software update that went wrong. It wasn't a cyber attack. That's ridiculous. Well, I'm just saying. They better hope that's not true because that's even more pathetic. That's their story and they're sticking to it. So, Uh, Fully restored after being out for most of Thursday. Mostly big cities affected. Houston, Chicago, Dallas, L.A., and Atlanta, the worst. But it was nationwide. Yeah. And I th- well, I think that's probably why they thought it was a cyber attack, because yeah. the main places hit were big cities. Yeah. And then shortly thereafter, yesterday afternoon, it was the United Healthcare Network. Uh, I don't know what pharmacies are on that, but that was a cyber attack. And it shut down a number of pharmacies across the country. That's just very suspicious that two big things would happen in one day. I think it was a test run. Uh, unfortunately. Let's shut you down. And you know what? You brought up a very, uh, uh, a really valid point I didn't even think about. One of the girls that works here is trying to get an Uber, and yeah. she didn't have a phone. Yeah, she was and a little. She, she, couldn't, she couldn't order a, a ride. She couldn't get a ride home. I was like, okay. Uh, T-Mobile and Verizon were also affected, but less. They're just mostly saying still that most of their problems were the result of their customers trying to contact AT&T customers. Yeah, they were saying it was their fault. I was like, okay, but my phone says not working. <laughs> so how does that, how do I blame that on AT&T if I'm a Verizon customer? Well, that's true too. So yeah, I'm just right. saying, I think that was a crock. But 
it, was it a cyber attack? Will we ever know? You make no. a very valid point because if they come back and they say it was a cyber attack, that's bad. It's bad. If they yeah. come back and say it wasn't a cyber attack, that's bad. I don't think we're going to hear either way. Well, we may. Remember the was it Caesar's was it Caesar's palace? Mm-hmm. That was a biggie. Okay, but, but what was the end result of it, or who was it from? Did we ever hear that? No, we no, did not. We did not. Because they don't how, want to give them credit. But they did. They did lose Where a lot is? of money. You know, yeah. I mean, how many hundreds of millions of dollars did they lose? And that was just in hotel revenue. It had nothing to do with the casinos. I'm half expecting Biden to come out today and say this mega this mega cyber attack. Oh God, please, Ma- mega mega. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick of him. My oh, God, every time he opens his mouth, it I know. just infuriates me. Well, this in entertainment news, this happened last night. It's a big change, and boy, did they promote the tar out of this, though. I saw promos on this for like a month. <laughs> you, won't have, wow. uh, you won't have a legendary TV character to kick around anymore. The actor is fine. They just wrote him off. Yeah, District Attorney Jack McCoy, if you watch Law & Order, you know that is played by Sam Waterston. Great actor. He has been with them since day one, 1994, 23 seasons. Boy, is that lucky. That's it. It's, it's a good role. You know, it's interesting, though. Tony Goldwyn's going to take his place. I, I don't watch Law & Order. So do you, does, does your wife watch it? Uh, no, I watch Law & Order SVU. And they can't understand why I do, because I hate, like, true crime. I said, I know the subject matter is horrific. Mm-hmm. Something about that show calms me down. I don't know what it is. And it's, it's horrific. Of all the SVUs, yeah, it's the it, worst subject matter. It but it's, it's so well written. Oh, okay. And I love Mariska Hargitay, but that's a different well, that story. Helps. Uh, Tony Goldwyn's going to take his place. You remember Who's him? He? Oh, well, remember uh, Metro Golden Mayor? Yeah. Uh, he's the Goldwyn I think great grandson. He's one of the G's in MGM. Oh yeah, he's oh, one of the G's. Oh good God! He was remember the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Yes, he was the bad guy. Oh, that's Tony Goldwyn. Okay, and that I think that was his big debut actually. I think there's so many incarnations of Law and Order. It's never going to go away. It's like they're, NCIS. Yeah, they're all good shows. It's good NCIS. Writing. They're talking about bringing Gibbs back. NCIS does well even without Gibbs because he's still the executive producer. I think he writes a lot of it. Yeah. So, but all he's right. coming back. Well, maybe Sam Waterston could do different things now. Yeah, like retire. No. <laughs> Have a good life. Never. He's been on that show forever. He's going to be the new James Bond, the old Bond. Oh, he's he's going to be Gold Bond. He's, is he? <laughs> is, it's going to be Gold Bond. Is he? He's not British. No. Is he? You have to be British to be James Bond. Well, you also have to be young. I was joking. Well, I know. But I, I understand <laughs> He's like that. 80. I gold, like I said, he's got to retire and go have a good life. <laughs> Jeez, leave him alone. Holy cow. All right, we got more headlines coming up next. We got more from, uh, there were some big CPAC speeches last night, along with Trump's thing in Nashville. There were two separate big events in, does, the, in the swamp. Does Trump go to CPAC today, or is he there like Sunday? Because it's an all-weekend thing, right? Yeah, I think it is. But he's got to be in South Carolina, though, for the primary. He'll be there tomorrow. So does he – he'll probably – is he doing a – got to find out. Is he doing a town hall? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll figure out stuff in the break here. Okay. Also, uh, oh, Google's AI, Gemini. Yeah. They've shut that down. Oh. So much controversy over that. We'll tell you (laughs) why. Coming up next, the Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. I will support a policy of universal school choice, allowing parents to choose the public private charter or religious school that that best suits their children. That got a big response for Trump. He was speaking to the National Association of Religious Broadcasters. That one was in Nashville last night. We'll talk about CPAC in a second. But, boy, he hit all the themes that are important to everybody, but I would say especially especially Christians. Well, and if you want to send your kid to, you know, whether it's uh, if you're a Presbyterian or you're a Baptist or you're Catholic or, you know, Hebrew, whatever the case may be, and you, you can't afford it. Right. Because pri- let's be honest, I don't I don't care what private school you're going to. It's expensive. Yes, it is. It's, it's you know, where you get obviously public education is free, but you start going to a, the private industry. And if you the better the school, the more money it is. So if you want to send your kid to the school that could be literally up the block from you, but you can't afford it. I, the voucher system's a great deal. This is still a major issue. I mean, we don't talk about it as much because the border is so bad, but school choice is still, I still think it's one of the top three issues, and, and that all popped up after COVID. It should be interesting because uh, last night, and I, I mentioned this earlier, in Chicago, the public school district voted to get rid of all the cops in the public schools. 
because ah, oh. the kids said they were afraid of the cops. Oh, okay. They're not afraid of, like, you know, the hundreds of shootings every single weekend in the no. south side of Chicago. It's the cops. That no. are it's, it's the cops. That's, so Makes gonna, all the sense in the world. They're going to have a final vote, yeah. and, and by next year, there'll be no cops in any public school in Chicago mm. because the kids are afraid of them. <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay, I, that's wonderful. But Boy. don't worry, the school co- crossing guard will still be there to protect you. Like, it makes no sense. Okay. So if your kid's in one of those schools and you're hearing this, I'm thinking, you know what? There's a nice little Catholic school up the street. Exactly. I'd love to send my kid there, but I don't have the money. But if I can get a voucher, right. he's going or she's going. But the teachers union cries out against that and says, no, no, you're taking funding away. We need more funding. No, you don't. You know what? You need to fix the schools. That's it. Give people a try. I am 100% school choice. I, it's so am I. Get so. out of failing schools. You want to make schools better? Make them compete. Yeah. Make them get. Make them be better. Well, look when they started building, you know, these uh, special schools like the STEM program right. or the arts program. Right. You know, it, it made all the other schools step up Damn because right it all did. these, all these other specialty schools. What do they call them? Your kids. Magnet. To, thank you. Yep. The, the magnet schools. Uh, they start stealing all the good kids. I mean, magnet public schools, I get that, but it's the same concept. Do it's something true. specially, step it up a little bit, you know, appeal to appeal to getting kids better and smarter. Don't lower all boats, raise them. Yeah, instead, you know, and do it in the tech department too. Yeah. And I'll make a school just for air conditioning or automotive or Absolutely. You know, whatever the case may be, uh, construction, uh, whatever. Mm. I don't know why they don't do that, but we talked about that yesterday. Another big event last night. Was CPAC still going on today? They, boy, they this one was in D.C. Big speakers there. We talked about Tulsi Gabbard. I know the Schwam is there. Just a whole litany of people. Lee Stefanik was there. You know who else was there? President Nayeb Bukele of El Salvador with Ooh. their success story got a massive response. Probably the biggest response so far. And he was talking about his success with El Salvador. He threw the MS-13 gang members in jail. Right. He it made a big difference. Cleaned up their economy. They're solvent again. They're, they're amazing. wiped crime down to like nothing. They have this old inf- whole influx of people moving to their country now. But a lot of what he said, got to be honest, was pretty scary because he took shots at everybody. And he basically said, and this is this is paraphrasing here, but he said, the communism that we just defeated, which was a miracle in my country, uh, he said, I'll be honest, I see it creeping up in the dark shadows of the United States right now. And you don't see it, but we do because we just defeated it. Wow. That's kind of horrifying. It was wild. And this is a direct shot at Biden. In El Salvador, we don't weaponize our judicial system to persecute our political opponents. A practice that may sound familiar to you, but we don't do that there. And who's the dictator? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Who's the dictator? Jeez. He, He got a big response. I bet. The president of Argentina is there, too. Yes, he is. He's another one. Melee. Melee. Uh, uh, did he speak last night? Or I don't maybe know. He's tonight, but he's there too. Yeah, you're right. He's on. He'll get another big response. You know, they get the top tier speakers, and he's up there with you know JD Vance and uh, uh, the president. He's another guy. I guess they're about to be debt free almost. Well, amazing. Talk about look, turning a country around. Look what can be done. Yeah, if you get the right leadership. Well, and and people say if Biden, if I hear one more thing about how great Bidenomics is, yeah, they're running us right into the ground. Uh, how how can people not see that? I, 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 I think don't they get just it. I think they just don't understand it. I don't know. Or there's some sort of disconnect between what you feel in your everyday life of going grocery shopping or paying your taxes or anything and getting hit everywhere. It's terrible. But somehow you're believing what they're telling you that it's getting. Uh, I, I don't know. And even an independent study was it just a couple of weeks ago we came out. You're paying uh, anywhere from a thousand to three thousand dollars more per month. Than you were two years ago. That's right. For the same services, That's same right. same goods. That's a lot. That's a big hit. I don't care who you are. It's insane. You know, unless you're a multimillionaire, could win the lottery and you'd be all set. God. But uh, that that's not happening. So. Well, this wasn't the only tech story yesterday. Being, uh, you know, the cellular outage that was a big deal. But this was too. <laughs> what Google? <gasps> and we first heard about this from Diener during I think it was yesterday's eight thirty rapid fire. Yeah, I think it was. It was. Is that when you talked about this? Google is putting its Gemini AI image generator on hold now. Oh, why? What did it do? Well, they're claiming it was technical difficulties. They need need an update. It's really the backlash. (laughs) It produced what the company calls mm, inaccurate historical images. And this is AI. So you type it in. You say, uh, Gemini, give me a picture of the founding fathers. People were shocked. Shocked, I tell you, what came back. What came back? Users complained about instances like Gemini returning requests for images of the Founding Fathers as 
people of color. Okay. Which is historically very inaccurate. So true. Other images, including a female Catholic pope. Oh. I don't think that ever happened. I didn't exactly pay attention in CCD <laughs> class, but I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. I don't even think the, the women are allowed anywhere and in the Vatican. <laughs> you want to talk about inaccurate, Black Vikings. Oh, great. Okay. Which, by the way, side note, is a great band name. <laughs> That'll be our band name, Black Who, Vikings. Who's starting a band today called the Black Vikings? Come on. So Google says it's working on improving the depictions immediately. They added an updated version of the image generator. It'll be released soon. Hmm. So they're trying to say this was a mistake. Yeah. I, I cry BS. It is not a mistake. Yeah, they did this on purpose. Absolutely not well, a mistake. Well, okay, it did, but now let me ask you this. Did they do it on purpose because they're so woke, or did they do it on purpose so they'd get more publicity for this new program? I think they really are truly that woke. Really? Oh, honest to God. Oh, God. And as Elon, was... Elon Musk says, because he was ripping them about this, another tech giant, obviously, and he's talked about the bias in big tech. He says uh, five hours ago, the problem isn't just Google Gemini, it's Google Search too. Like just Google Google. Okay. What are you not seeing? What are you What are you seeing that's inaccurate? That's, what do they want you to see? What do they want you to know? They, you know what? And if you've only used Google, you wouldn't know any better. No, you can rewrite history by controlling the information. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, that's not good. Elon also says this. This is a little stronger. This is the thing he wrote. Right before that last statement on X, he says, I'm glad that Google overplayed their hand with their AI image generation as it made their insane, racist, anti-civilizational programming clear to all. Jeez. That's a pretty strong statement. That's a really strong statement. So let me ask you this. Would this prompt Elon, who's talked about an, uh, an email server, an email uh, you know, function on X, you would just use that for your email would he would he come up with a search engine? Sure. Would it be that tough? No, for him, no. He's so damn smart. So we're going to have Xmail instead of Gmail? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, that's actually the name of it. They're, they're, oh, is it really? Yeah, Xmail. Oh. <laughs> well, I've just figured the other thing was named X, so yeah, it makes life simple. I, I yeah. can see it happening. So then you're going to have X as a search engine instead of Google. You'd use yeah. X or whatever that – there's DuckDuckGo. What's the other one? There's another one. There is another one. Have uh, you ever had done that fire. for some fun? Compare, like look up something that may be controversial or not and compare it. Just do an A-B test between Google and DuckDuckGo. Look at the different responses you get. People started look. doing that during COVID. Fascinating. You know, but the killer is, though, if you don't put one of those other search engines in – whether it be Foxfire or yeah. you know a, a DuckDuckGo, it, it, most of the computers come with Google. Absolutely, they have, they, it's already in. So that your search engine is already there. It's part of our terminology now. Yeah, yeah just Google it. Yeah, like you, know? you said, it's That's like Kleenex. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Inter huh. Interesting. Interest times, it is though. very interesting. But I'm glad people push back against this because it's just not right. We got rapid fire again coming up next. Sending you into the weekend with some stuff. We'll talk about everything coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We are this close to the weekend. You might be talking to some people this weekend. We're going to throw some stuff at you so, you know, you can break the uncomfortable silence at a conversation. Oh, yeah, with these topics? Sure, no problem. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> You're having a really bad date if you're going to bring this stuff up. Well, I, I am leaving you on a good note because it is our last Rapid Fire for Friday. Uh, they at TripAdvisor, they have come out with their world's best beaches list. The interesting part is the top four, top five have two Florida beaches. Number one beach, Canapa, it's Canapoli. I don't know how to say it. Kana, it's anyway, it's in Lahaina. I've been there before. It is. It's a beautiful beach. Siesta Beach in Siesta Key, Florida, comes in second. Oh, is it? Is it interesting that this came out just before spring break? Yeah, well, that's true too. Poipu Beach, which is in Poipu, Hawaii, was third, but fourth, Hollywood Beach, right here in Hollywood, Florida. Really? That's I excellent. like that. Yeah. And then the, the rest are there's a few in California, Georgia, well, South we Carolina. We have some great beaches but we here. Do. We really do. Oh, yeah, we take them. I take them for granted. I really do. You know, I, I know I, it's there, and I try to think about that. Like I know. When, when anytime we go to the beach, I always try to keep in mind. There are people who save up their entire lives just to make a trip down here to do this once. That's right. I try to keep that in mind because it's it's true. It'd be someone landlocked in Iowa or you know, look at our, our like that. consumer reports expert John Matarese. Where does he go? He goes to the Panhandle. Yeah, 
He goes to the what do you He's call it? Ohio. The Red the Redneck Yacht Club, right? Redneck there. Riviera. Riviera is yeah. where they go. So yeah, that's good news. That's so, awesome. That's why our tourism is up again, which is good news too for the economy anyway, locally. Well, we got a little update from Elon Musk that just popped up through his X account, and he does have the biggest in the world. He's got a strong reach. But uh, ten minutes ago, we were telling you his reaction to. Google's Gemini AI image generator. Mm -hmm. He just absolutely throttled them yesterday over that well-deserved. Last night, here's one of his statements, and it's strong. Elon said, I'm glad Google overplayed their hand with their AI image generation as it made their insane, racist, anti-civilizational programming clear to all. I mean, you can't get a stronger statement than that. No, that's pretty impressive. Well, he just sent this update, and this is really interesting. (laughs) This is six minutes ago. A senior exec at Google called and spoke to me for an hour last night. Oh, wow. He assured me that they are taking immediate action to fish, fix the racial and gender bias in Gemini. Time will tell. How about that? This is why, and I know we're talking about him a lot, he's got his hands in everything these days. This is why Elon is important. Influence. To fix things. To keep people on the level. That's amazing, though, that a senior executive yep. at Google calls him and says, because they know the damage that he's going to do to them. That's the, they don't fix it. That's the best... Uh, message of all of this. They know we know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the backlash right. was they shut down this Gemini thing because the backlash was so... It was insane. Well, come on. When you look up Catholic Pope and a woman shows up, <laughs> you got a problem. Yeah. That's a little much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on. It, uh, it, we all went... We all had Catholic <laughs> upbringings in this room. Right. Come on. One of my favorites was they asked for a picture of a Swedish woman and it came up with, with an Asian woman. That was... That's <laughs> like, what are you doing? They don't that like Swedish women, huh? Right. No, well, because they're white. Huh. God. So, <laughs> I'm real, man. Um, gosh, I actually had three years, so I'm going to have to choose. All right. Oh, I, I'm gonna well, go you ran the, out last time. Oh, that's right. And yeah, now you I have too had too much. Feast yeah. or famine? I, I know. It's so true. <laughs> I'm going to go with this, though, because this is an update of a story that Jen had. And I don't even think you realized how big this was, Jen, when you brought it up. The mystery of the pregnant Virgin Mary Stingray. Oh, that's what well, they said. It was a shark that got her pregnant. Well, now this they're saying weird. something else. Really? If you don't know the story, this happened in, um, what was it, North Carolina, I believe? It was either that or Maryland. It yes. was some, some aquarium a there. No- North Carolina aquarium. A female stingray in a uh, tank with no other male stingrays is pregnant. She's only in there with other types of smaller sharks. Right. A miracle. So people started calling her the Virgin Mary of right. stingrays, right? All of a sudden, it's, it's a miraculous pregnancy. Right. But then the other assumption was, well, is it possible that we're seeing some type of crossbreeding? Are we going to get shark rays coming yeah. out of this stingray? But now, scientists are saying that it's actually from a very rare form of asexual reproduction. And I'm going to butcher this. Known as parthenogenesis. That's what happened on Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, life finds Same a way. Same thing. Oh. But yeah, see, when this is there's no When there's no answer for reproduction, the female's body will change to accommodate both genders. So what That's what they're trying to do to us, Diener. I know it. <laughs> That's why they're trying to kill us off as males. Phase us out. Get married. That's the same thing, right? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, right. <laughs> here we call it marriage. That's right. <laughs> Phase us out. Because I guess what they're saying is that it would have unfertilized eggs that end up fertilizing themselves somehow through the, and that's yeah. I mean that's essentially asexual Remember reproduction Jeff Goldblum life will find a way it's incredible that makes me feel better than the shark theory though because that was like that was yeah scary. we were thinking it was going to be a big shark head <laughs> on a big ray or stingrays <laughs> with big shark teeth yeah. no thanks Okay, so, that's amazing. Know, though. But uh, but what, I guess what I was saying about it being a big story, this thing is a whole social media. Oh, is it crazy following? Everyone's looking for updates on this thing. They're waiting for the stingray to give birth. It, oh, yeah. it takes like, like three months, following. I think they said. Right? Oh, for, wow. it, it does. It's not long. The gestation reminds period. me of uh, April the giraffe. Whatever I watched that stupid thing. That's what everybody's waiting for now. They're all watching Charlotte the Stingray. They're on. They're on Baby Watch for Charlotte. And do they have a live camera thing? in the, the aquarium? I think they actually put one there. Oh, yeah. I have to go. Charlotte, check okay. it out. I'm Charlotte the Stingray. Okay, the Oscars <laughs> are just a couple of weeks away. March 10th, I do believe. Oh. SAG Awards are tomorrow night, which are the Screen oh. Actor Guild Awards, and they usually set the stage as to who's going to win. However. A nice little company wants to pay you $2,000 to watch all 10 Best Picture nominees. They'll give you a 65-inch 4K TV, 500-buck gift card for snacks, and you have to predict who's going to win Best Picture, Best Director, Actor, Actress, Supporting Actor and Actress. So can you watch all 10 between now and March 10th? I don't think I could either. 
I would I would do it, but it's just there's no way anybody has time for that. Well, it's a lot of movies. I don't even know half of them. All I've right. seen some of them. Seen Maestro. Haven't seen Oppenheimer. You Did you watch been, Maestro? Yeah, it was a tough watch. Was it really? Yeah, I, I, it's two one of those artsy films that go back and forth. And that's about Bernstein, right? I loved yeah. Oppenheimer, though. I, I mean, if I'm going to choose, I feel like that's going to win most of the awards. See, Killers of the Flower Moon, typical Leonardo movie. Right. You know, I, I, and I'm sure it's extremely violent, so I won't say. The Holdovers, it was cute. Barbie, okay. Anatomy of a Fall, I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I don't know. American Fiction? It's, no. Oh, that one. Yeah, that, was, guys, that looks stupid. But I do want to see Poor Things. That was another one. That's the one with Emma Stone. Oh, She's yeah. kind of like a Frankenstein, right? Yeah, and uh, Willem yeah. Dafoe was in that. Yeah. Yes. That I would watch. Yeah, so. But yeah. The, and there's two others I've never heard of. American mm-hmm. Fiction's a comedy. It's kind of like a ironic, dark comedy type thing. Like, it's kind of weird. Sounds well, artsy. Go to testcasinos.com yeah. if you'd like to enter. Okay. Well, you got uh, this kind of a follow-up on your great story about uh, two of our Florida beaches, Jen, making the uh, making the top list. Now you know why you were stuck in so much traffic in Palm Beach County last year. Massive increase in tourism. Really? Yeah, Discover the Palm Beaches came out, so the overall visitation in Florida decreased, but Palm Beach County's numbers went up. Uh, visitation brought in a total spending of $7.1 billion. Why Palm Beach County? Did they say why? Was it because of the advertising in various cities across the country? It was because of you. That's right. I doubt it. Where's that Ross lady? Yeah. She owes me 10 bucks. Probably hunting me down. That's right. Beat me. Now, (laughs) 2023 Palm Beach County had 9.5 million visitors from Boca to Jupiter. Uh, 2.5% visitation increase over 2022. This doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're talking about millions of people, that is a massive increase, and they're expected to have more next year. I wonder if it has it's any amazing. of, like, people find out that Bob Kraft has a house here. Or, like, a Rush Limbaugh has a house here. You know, something like that. I, if I, I if that has think anything to do with it. I think it's just your grandma has a house here or your brother has a house yeah, here. Yeah, but they're, bank, they're banking that on the bed tax that you get in a hotel. Yeah. That's how they're keeping track of that. Well, it doesn't mean you can stay with your relatives. You just stay down the street and see them. That's all. Rush Limbaugh's dead, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, but it, 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 that Donald Trump has a place here. I mean, does that get people to come and say, oh, I've seen always, Mar-a-Lago on TV. I'd like to see it in person. Maybe. I think it's always just been one of those things where, you know, you know, a lot of famous rich people live here, but also it's the politics and the policies and, you know, the taxes and things like that. That's what it is. to do with it. It's got people dri- driven out of these blue states. Yeah. And it's not stopping anytime soon. There was a picture. I'll say this real quick before I go to the last story. There's a picture going viral of the tenant of um, the Nashville skyline. Mm hmm. 10 years oh, I ago. Saw that. Did you see that? 10 years ago to now and the like the boom that took place within the past 10 years and it's the same type of thing. I mean, policies matter, you know, for hmm. for a state's income. Well, yeah, but look at downtown West Palm. You want to look at a skyline change. Yeah. The whole demographic of the nation is changing. It's shifting. It is. They should have put off the census cuz it's going to look a lot different. 10 years from now? Yep. Tennessee, Texas, Florida, huge. All right, real quick guys, I'll finish with this. It's kind of sad actually. I hate to end on a sour note, oh, but geez. I wanted to update on... <laughs> Why do you do this? Well, this is a big local story. <laughs> it's an update. So yesterday we talked about Charlie Woods, Tiger's son. Yeah. He was trying to qualify for the Cognizant Open. Yeah. Coming in a couple weeks. Unfortunately, he didn't make it through the qualifying process in Hope Sound yesterday. So I he was only 15. Like, I mean, it was his first try at a PGA event, so he's going to be fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thing- not worried about Charlie. But as someone's, he needs somebody around him because yesterday, I'm sure this didn't help in his playing efforts. Why? What happened? He was hounded, according to reporters, he was hounded by what they called lunatic fans during his pre-qualifier. Some Are you people kidding me? No, tried, it, it stinks. They, they were like attacking him. Some Leave people, the kid alone. He's 15. They're saying they're trying to steal his golf ball on the fifth hole while, and also one woman demanded he, he sign a book in the middle of his round, like running up to him on the course. Who like, does that? Leave the keys to a 15-year-old kid trying to They're trying make to get way to up. dad is what they're trying to do. Come on. Well, they're banking on him being the next Tiger. Right. They try to get in with collectibles now. He's going to be hounded. It's it's a different, it's a richer That's form terrible. of hell, but it's hell. That's a shame. Leave the kid. kid alone. Yeah. Yeah, leave him. He's 15 years old. That's a God. shame. God, golf That's can be gross sometimes. Just vultures, though, these people. Gross. Leave him alone. So, leave him alone. Was his dad his caddy? No, he wasn't out there. Hmm. So, I can see why now. Yeah, really. Can you imagine? Jeez. Yeah, the two of them on the course. Man. Keep it going, Charlie. Yeah. Come on, okay. Charlie. Hang in there. All right. We got uh, more headlines coming up next. Some entertainment, too, to talk about. And one more time, talking about our big space mission to the moon. What can we expect out of that?
pictures pretty soon, I guess. Yeah. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. 7.6 million pounds of thrust. He did not say that yesterday. All right, that was an earlier mission, but okay. still, come on, it's a great quote. That's Bill it Nelson is. from NASA. <laughs> great quote. <laughs> but he is all excited about the Odysseus oh. landing on the moon. We did it! We're back on the moon, baby! We're supposed to get pictures starting today. Yeah, first time in uh, 50 years. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big about deal. It. And it got like no coverage yesterday. It, unfortunately, it didn't. And, and, and it's sad because, uh, you know, people are getting used to the SpaceX launches too, which I always tell you about. Make sure you guys look, you know, 3.55 this afternoon, they're going to launch one. Uh, I have all kinds of apps on my phone that they give you alerts. And I get an alert when Odie, as they now call it, because people go, Odysseus, what a stupid name. We'll call it Odie. Uh, when he was just above the the moon service, and that's when they went to the picture of it. It was cruising. Oh yeah, and and, and he came in at an angle and kind of just hits it. Yeah, he went clunk, <laughs> and he didn't stick the landing, and he kind of fell over. And then they got concerned. They were talking to the intuitive machines uh, engineers, uh, these these space engineers, and they're like, uh, he's sending a weak signal. Let's give it some time. And then they kind of cut away from him. And then all of a sudden you saw him all cheering. Odie uprighted himself, and then he started sending all kinds of data back. Yeah, because if it didn't upright itself, they would have changed his name to Biden. <laughs> it's just on its, it's on the side, useless on the moon. By the way, Jen's alert on her apps, though. It's no, it's no app. She gets a call from Bill Nelson himself. Seven point six million pounds of thrust. Jen, it's Bill. It's, it's Bill. It's we landed it. We did it. It's a big deal. It's the first time a private industry has landed a lunar module. That's right. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. And it's he's especially excited because as the administrator of NASA, this is that public-private partnership that has helped everybody, helped SpaceX, this space firm, NASA itself, because they still have all the infrastructure. It's, it's, and it's great for Florida. It is. You know what? And it, it just means better things for us. That's right. Uh, you got to thank SpaceX carried it. Uh, NASA has uh, instruments and in, in science projects on this little lander. It's not so little. It's like three and a half feet tall. Mm. Uh, it's got a drill. I don't know. I don't think it has a helicopter like the Mars lander no. had. Uh, this is purely to take pictures of where they are anticipating the astronauts in 2026 will land on the moon. That's all. So it's it's a different part. I don't think anybody's been on this part of the moon. Uh, it's not South where. Pole? Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not where, you know, Neil Armstrong was. That's for sure. It's on a different. Can you imagine? Well, don't drill too deep. What? Are you afraid it's going to deflate and just take off like a balloon? We don't know what's in there. <laughs> You gotta find something. Uh, if you're looking for something to watch this weekend and you're into the award show, the SAG Awards, Screen Actors Guild, tomorrow night on Netflix. Uh, this is the one where they all drink, so it's usually a lot of fun, and it usually sets the stage for who's gonna win the Academy Awards. So that is tomorrow night. And don't forget, are you gonna buy Mega Millions tickets? Are both of you buying for the team here, or am I gonna suck it up? Yeah, Mega no. Millions tonight, three, 525, Powerball 376 for tomorrow night. Oh, somebody wins. Do you know you're buying- us. Tickets? No. Please <laughs> tell us the truth. We're out of here. Bye. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend and enjoy the weather. We'll see you at six on Monday morning. Take care.